Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Like the sound you hear that lingers in your ear, but you can't forget from sundown to sunset, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. All there was drama in the FA Cup and late goals galore everywhere. Welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome in. How are we, chaps? Very All good. Right. It was. A, I enjoyed the weekend of comebacks. Yeah, come back with my CD collection of Bob Marley. Come back to what you know. <laughs> was that Pato Banton? That was Pato. But uh, was it Buju Banton? Which of the Bantons was it? I think it was Pato. Right, and you'd be 40, yeah. yeah Does it matter? It was just Banton. <laughs> um, Peter, do your embrace impression. Come back. That's fine. Mm. Uh, Not for the teenagers. (laughs) (laughs) FA Cup. Yeah. Wasn't really. I suppose Wolves beating Man United is a is a cup set. It's not. I don't think it is. Not a a huge one. It sort of is on a technicality. Yeah. Technicality. But let's have a show of hands. Was it a cup set or not? <laughs> yes. If you agree it was, put your hand up. Uh-huh. It, uh, yep. And uh, 51.8% no, says it was. No. The cameras can tell. <laughs> you were only the person to put your hand up, Marcus. So it wasn't a cup set. Oh, there nearly was at the den. High drums at the den. Very yeah. high drama. Oh, an incredibly uh, late comeback aided with a bad error from David Martin. Oh, in golf God. Yeah, that was oh. his face afterwards. It was just like it just, he was he giving it a went. cheeky pat on the bum, wasn't it, the ball? Like just, <laughs> yeah. You get in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way he sort of like went, oh, no, immediately. Yeah. Oh, you know, if you're tuning up in an FA Cup game with two minutes left, you've got to close that shit. Yeah. Close yeah. it out. Yeah. I'm Don't struggling be to see accepting what, that. I'm struggling to see what he was trying to do. Well, I the mean, keeper. Yeah. I think like, he got his bearings wrong. I think he thought it was going wide. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a sickener, isn't it? Yeah. And, and um, he could have, I suppose he was hoping that he would be the hero in the penalty shootout, but alas, mm. that was not to be either. Excellent mm. penalties. I know, they were good penalties. He got close <laughs> to a few. Um, surprising Glenn Murray hit the bar, but you know, sometimes can happen. But yeah, I mean, it nearly didn't go to penalties um, had the uh, had the offside decision been correctly given in Brighton's favour. Neil Harris will go potty. Yeah, he will. <laughs> Show that um, on the big screen, Neil. We, <laughs> when when, uh, when the the assistant referee got the in, incorrect call, it was Sean Massey, I believe. Yeah. Any word on Richard Keyes? No, he didn't pipe he up. He didn't comment on that, no. no. he didn't pipe up. Okay. No. But although Richard Keyes... Has he learned? He doesn't, do, he doesn't do it on a hot mic. He, no, he doesn't do it. Has he learned his lesson? Richard Keyes, <laughs> on Being Sport, did um, do a link last <laughs> week with his trousers right rolled up like Zidane did. Did he? For, for, a, bit, right, for yeah. a bit of bant. Little joke. Just yeah. a bit of fun. Yeah. Just, yeah. How just hairy the... were the legs? Did we get a peek? Or he wasn't that close up. He might have had the old laser surgery all over he could have done. <laughs> his body. He could the have agony. Done. Well, it's what he does. It's what yeah. he does to deliver and, and, us the, the biggest football show on the planet. And mm. there was no... All the goals as they go in. It's the biggest, <laughs> it's the biggest football show on the planet because that's where everyone streams from. Yeah. That's where yeah. all the illegal streams come from. Oh, being no. smart. Be that, 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 um, if that game had been at Brighton, and we'll talk a bit more about this in a, in a wee bit, I presume, with the Swansea game. 
that would have been the VAR would have been in action then because mm. it, right. it, the VAR happens at Premier League grounds, which is absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. Yeah. It is ludicrous. <laughs> was um, Shane Ferguson sent off right at the end? Was it a sending off? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what was funny was because obviously it was a little bit tricky for, for maybe a few people didn't see it. Jermaine Genus being one of them, going, Oh, it seems a bit. And you saw the replay, you went, Yeah, no, that's a definite red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Neil Harris was fuming. It was like someone going, No, oh, I think he's, I think he's, I think he's innocent. And then they show them a very comprehensive documentary. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll change that. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Harris, after the game on the radio post match interview, he said, He's our best penalty taker. He's our best penalty taker. Yeah. It was a moment of madness. Oh, he's annoyed at Shane Ferguson, <laughs> yeah. presumably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> he's annoyed at the referee. I don't think you're about to send him off. We're about to have a penalty shootout and you're ruining the game. Did he but learn it, that it, at Newcastle, Pete? <laughs> he's an ex-Newcastle player. Yeah, he was, yeah, man, yeah. But it, it was so petulant, wasn't it? It was so just um, clearly an expression of frustration with how the game had gone. Yeah. You could see you could see it in his face. Mm. You know, it's one where the, the sort of body language tells you the whole story of, of why I, he's I was, done that. Should have gone in convinced. on his own keeper. <laughs> I was convinced Millwall were going to go through. I was, I, yeah. they, their record against uh, top flight teams in the FA Cup at home is is so good. Mm. They started so well. They just had to close it out. And they couldn't do it. It was it, it was high drama. It's good for the FA Cup and all the rest of it. And Brighton, you know, good on them for getting to the semi final. Yeah, they're the, not a the team FA who Cup. regularly appear in the semi final no, of the FA exactly. Cup. So, but at the same time, you know, for Millwall to put themselves in that position. I mean, they didn't score their second goal until about ten minutes from the end. That's Right, right, that's that I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, 88 minutes they were 2 0 up. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Oh, God, absolutely good. And uh, they play Man City now, weren't they? Brighton? Brighton, and then they play Man City in the next round, um, who, who beat Swansea, of course. <laughs> A stir of execution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just it's, when you're looking at the underdogs, they, they just couldn't hold on, essentially. Yeah. And Swansea, they, they, they went 2 0 up, and when they scored the second after 29 minutes, which was just a great goal. It's too early. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. I thought to myself, well, oh, this is, they've got them going for a bit. And then, of course, but they realised But they've been long. absolutely hammered there, Swansea, by, by poor, goal, uh, poor officiating. Mm. I mean, if that game was, yeah. a, look, you can understand the, the argument that the game would have been different at the Etihad, and I understand why people would say that. If the game was at the Etihad and it played out as it played out, they wouldn't have lost the game. Yeah. Because the penalty wasn't a penalty, and VAR's going to overturn that. And Aguero's offside for the winner. Yeah, I just and, I, like visibly offside as well. Like very, it's a very clear one that. And I just like I feel like sorry, Marcus, but what's the solution to this? Because this is obviously the first season when we've had VAR involved. The relegated, the clubs that are relegated from the Premier League now, they have that technology at their grounds. Do they? Do they keep hold of that? So like, does, if it was last season, season, they would have VAR because Swansea would have been in the Premier League. Well, that, yeah, but 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 you know, if if Swansea had VAR from the Premier League, because presumably it's installed at the stadium. Then think about it. We should say, by the way, that the the reason why it wasn't there because it was just used at Premier League grounds. In case anyone's unsure, so if Swansea were in the Premier League this season, right, and then got relegated, they'd they'd have the VAR at the the ground. Would that be taken away next year? Does it it stay at the stadium? No, no. But you bring the cameras to with Sky. It's not permanently installed. Right, they're just it's just a lot of cameras, isn't it? Yeah, it's just what you can watch on the television. Like just slow down replays from a couple of angles. That's what VAR. The VAR system's got is in the goal. Is it not? No. No no, 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 no. That's for no goal line technology. System. Right. Okay. So this is different. So, so basically, they set up extra cameras to provide angles they need to make VAR decisions. And I can understand, say, for example, if you know a non-league team gets to the quarterfinal mm. and mm. it's at their ground, they may not have the room or the technology yeah. or the stuff. Or the vantage point the is, vantage is more, point. Yeah, more important. So that's fine. I get that. I still don't think it should be applied if it can't be applied across the board. No, anywhere. I agree, I agree. And, and, and so that's that's a different argument. But for this. Swansea City Stadium, as you've you know, alluded to there, it Jim, is a Premier League. It was is is a stadium of 
good quality and it's yeah. also fairly new. And it would have been set up and built with that in mind, certainly with cameras to show highlights and to show live footage. I mean, the fact that they can show, I mean, they can show the whole game on from a hundred yeah. different angles with replays anyway. Just yeah. watch it on the BBC. It's, it's just, just go over and watch the BBC. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Graham Potter has done an all right job at Swansea. They've, they've, you know, they don't concede a huge amount of goals. I know it's a competitive league and they found it tough. They've gone 2-0 up against Man City in the, in the, in the FA Cup. And With they a deserved it. Second and as, as well. Marcus says, the second goal was a beauty. Mm. And they've been undone here by poor refereeing decisions, mm. which haven't been underpinned by the technology that the FA made a huge fanfare about the start of the season. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. You would think that, you know, this is their flagship competition. So presumably yeah. they should provide that for every round of it. Mm. I mean, at the beginning, obviously that's... That's a huge undertaking, but perhaps past a certain round. Third round. It should be. Third round when everybody well, gets, gets in. You, it, it's in. It's in every ground for a particular round or it's not. You cannot do this halfway house business. Mm. It's it's just piss poor. And, and also, if, you, if you're going to have like, if you're going to have haves and have nots in, in the FA Cup, you could, you could scale, again, you could scale up the amount of cameras you have uh, and, and the referee just gets a smaller amount of information if it's a non-league ground mm. or a smaller ground where you don't probably have vantage points that you have. But you can still install cameras there. Cameras are cheap. Broadcast equipment is cheap relative to what it used to be and a lot more portable than it used to be. I guess, you know, you've, you you need a, a truck with, you know, two or three officials um, outside the ground just, you know, watching it can all be done. I think it can all be done centrally. So in, yeah, I guess it could in be done NFL, they do it. Yeah. I think it's all done from like New York City, maybe. So you could have a big kind of like CTU, like Jack Bauer style, everyone analysts just analysing games. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. You yeah. could have it. Well, the thing is, I know what some people say, well, I don't get what the big problem is because it's the same for both teams, whether you have it or not. But, and I understand that point, but the fact is, if you if you create this, as you say, have and have nots, and it's there for some and it's not there for others, it will cause... Uh, conversations yeah. that we don't mm. want because it's, it's it's a bit of a negative vibe. Well, well Swansea a bit have been effed over. Wolverhampton Wanderers, I, I know they won the match, but I mean they could have they could have been situations there just because they happen to be a Premier League. Or Brighton, game. Brighton scored yeah. a perfectly good goal. Mm. Now because Millwall are the underdog, I'm sure we're all sort of going, oh, just as well as not VAR there. Yeah. But it was unfair. <laughs> yeah. and, if, the, and, if, the, if those if those two te- those four teams we've played each other there, if they come out of the hat out of the bowl, drawn out in a different order, and Brighton were at home and mm-hmm. Man City were at home. Mm. The outcomes of the decisions made by the referees would have been different, and that can't be right. Exactly, mm. and, and for that point, right. you're, you're spot on. Uh, Guardiola said uh, the penalty was really lucky, but you need it, especially when you're in four competitions. He was quite sorry, was Guardiola uh, to, to Swansea, but he is. Well, it's not his fault. No, it's not his yeah, fault um, yeah. for, for whatever that's it. worth. But uh, you know, he's, he's, he, Guardiola was saying that he was concerned about his players going off to international duty, yeah. and he said, you know, but they should go, they should enjoy, it, but hopefully, we won't get any injuries. And he said, I'm just so proud and just buzzing that we're still in four competitions going into. Yeah. I think well, will they be going? into April certainly well it's three in there because they've won one of course yeah, 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 yeah right, uh, although right. I guess if anyone's still in the League Cup this season <laughs> <isn't there? laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're still in it until true they, they just got no out. opponents that's yeah. right that's right um, uh, and and he's right too they, they've been magnificent although oddly my prediction uh, on Thursday when I said Spurs will beat Man City in the Champions League next round they've drawn each other yeah. so I, I have to stick with that I've got you a do. feeling I've got you a feeling do. Spurs mm-hmm. fans I think they're going to get is this because you believe Guardiola to be a bald fraud yeah yeah that's the that's the Twitter Di- mm. uh, that's the Twitter uh, dialogue that these days. Yeah, not a fraud. I think he's. I think he's proved his worth. And he is bald. He, I, I'm not yeah. arguing that. There's no question about that. Don't he var for that? No. Is he a fraud bald or? Could, like, no, he, 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 could he, hair, he probably he could grow it. out some hair. Yeah. yeah, he's a genuine baldy as far as I can. I Maybe that's what they mean on Twitter. 
Yeah, maybe. Maybe they do. He yeah. could have hair. I don't think they know what they mean. Yeah, I was going to say, I've interpreted one way, you've interpreted the other. Uh, so uh, there we are. Let's but call, I feel sorry for Swansea. Let's call the whole thing off. Yeah. Of course because you do. Because I... Daniel James gave him a lot of hassle. With. That's the great thing about football. It's a great level of pace. Mm, you could, you could talk about all these great defenders and how much they cost and £50 million for fullbacks and you know, Laporte, how much money he cost. And pace just frightens Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I also really feel for Bert Salina because he scored such a good goal. Mm. And obviously he was recently sort of the penalty very, very Brom. notable for for slicing that penalty so terribly. And, uh, you know, had a chance to write some more positive headlines. But sadly not. The, the, the moment which I think got me off my seat um, the, to, to, to the highest degree on the weekend, I think was that Nortfelt double save. Oh, it's brilliant. When, yeah. uh, with the one with his feet. Jesus yeah. with the header. And yeah. then you thought, oh, it's going in. So unlucky with the penalty as well. But the, the, two, the two players <laughs> got in the way of each other, didn't they? Sort of. They saw, Yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, and the penalty was really unlucky. I mean, oh. obviously Aguero missed it, and then it hits the back of the guy's foot. I mean. <laughs> so weird. It, Swansea have gone pretty yeah, well there, given that everything stacked well. against them. But then <laughs> we, we know what it's like when any side wins a treble or the treble yeah. or anything like that. You need a slice of luck. The obvious yeah. one uh, would be well, Liverpool when when they won three. Cups exactly, yeah. When Man United, no, the uh, they did well, it okay. When Man United won the treble in '99, yeah, you know, Burkamp puts the penalty away against Schmeichel. I mean, that's not lucky because Schmeichel's made a good save there, yeah. But they, they, you get away with it, you get a break, yeah, as it were. And uh, Man City got their breaks there, didn't they? They did, absolutely, and they took them, they got their breaks, um, by oh, yeah, whatever. Let's not go into it. All right, <laughs> Wolves beat Manchester United 2 1. It was a great win for Wolves, they're surely second favourites now. For the cup, it's I'd the, like to see them do it. Yeah. It's their first ever cup semi final in, in 21 years. Fairly drab match until Wolves turned on the style in the second half. Yeah, Jimenez and, and uh, Jota with the goals. Um, mm. I do like Jimenez. Oh, he's fantastic. I, th- I think he's a yeah. great striker. He, he holds the ball up well. He can create. Now he's scoring. Mm. He, he didn't score that much, if I, if I remember correctly, at the start of the season. I think he's got 12 league goals, something yeah. like that, this season uh, so far. But, he, but certainly in recent weeks and months, he's, he's been he's been scoring them. They they want to make him a permanent sign because he's currently on loan from Benfica and his Benfica contract expires in the summer of 2021. But Wolves have surely got the money to yeah. keep him there. I mean, if they, if they finish top half, which surely they will, uh, and they get to a, a, an FA Cup, uh, FA Cup final, if mm. they can beat uh, Watford, and, and there we suggest even win the competition. You know? Yeah, what, be... what an incredible season that would be! And, and it, whatever happens now, it's going to be an incredible season for them. Because I, I think um, Diego Jota and, and, and Ruben Neves were getting a lot of the uh, plaudits at the start of the yeah. season, but Jimenez has, has really sort of come to the fore as well. And it's nice to see him starting to get that credit because he always looked very, very good player. I'm, I am partially gutted to see Man United go out just because I love the way that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer says cups. Cups. <laughs> yeah, we're still in the cups. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Can we? Well, why don't you give him a call and say, can you refer to the Champions League as the European Cup? Would that, <laughs> would that be? Yeah, maybe he I, might do I, that. I wonder if um, this is a bit of a, a thing to be worried about for Man United fans because I felt that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer got a little bit out tacticked in the second half, and I mm. felt like he didn't really know what to do. And although with Rashford, the score goes down as two-one. Rashford really did a cosmetic job on the yeah, score. Yeah. Another late goal. They're out. Exactly. How there. many late yeah, goals were there? Loads. Yeah. What, every mm. Premier League game, I think. There was loads. Yeah. Every FA Cup game, apart from Watford Palace. Um, and um, but really, that was Wolves' game. Wasn't yeah, it? Oh, yeah. It, it, it looks like a complete consolation. But they, but, they but they didn't squeak it at all. Mm, that's and right. You wonder whether once the um, if if and when. I mean, I might be underselling Solskjaer, but even when the sort of bounce the feel-good factor sort of disappears, and it's like, yeah, he was one of our own, and he's great, and he you know, harks back to a great era and all this kind of stuff. But ultimately, as we said before, just not being Jose Mourinho isn't isn't a, isn't a plan. Mm, yeah, um, it's worked so far. But Santa, uh, Nuno, who's decent decent coach, I think, 
um, and quite well respected. He's changed it up. They were far better in the second half and it didn't really feel like United could mm-hmm. react. It felt like a couple of their midfield players sort of checked out a little bit, really. I just I tell you what with Santo, like, I know you can say that Wolves have spent money and they've got good players, but my goodness, he's taken to the Premier League. Has he's he done not? well, yeah. I don't know that was the FA Cup, but you get the point. Because, you know, Fulham spent a load of money, you know, uh, you can look at so many other examples. He is really taken very well, well to the league. It's uh, very impressive. It is. It is. I mean, because they, as we've said before, throughout the season, they've clearly got an identity. You know how their, you know what their plan A is. Mm-hmm. They have a very, very distinct style, which they generally, generally use. But the, there is also a plan B, as we saw at the weekend. And um, they, they look like they've been there for years, don't they? I know. They, they, they look like, I mean, I think Wolves have always underachieved, generally, or not always underachieved, but they are a very, very big club with, a, a, with, with, a, with a history that's, that's yeah. significant. And I feel like, you know, that looking at them now, it's almost like the club that they always should have been. Does that make sense? Like, I know what you mean. For, for, for so many years, they were in the second tier and were were always just missing out on They came promotion. up to the Premier League in 2003. Yeah, they, they did come up. Time. And, they, and it was a case of they finally did it. Sponsored by Doritos. Oh, yeah. so. Alex Ray was yeah. running but, things. Oh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you excellent that season. one way you can give Nuno credit, I think, is if you look at some of the players that... Um, that they've had that he's improved. They didn't sign for big money. So Connor Cody's done brilliantly. Absolutely. And he was he was there before. Ryan Bennett. Um, yeah, absolutely. Doherty as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, something we should definitely highlight, Jamatino costs five million quid. That's, that's an And he's got a hundred odd caps for Portugal. He's an elite, top quality, senior pro. At 32, yeah. he still looks good. Yep. Can operate in that midfield nicely. He, he's got everything. Nothing phases him. And if you put a player like that mm. into a newly promoted side, it just gives everyone a bit of a lift because sure. they think, do you know what? Follow his example. He's not going to be faced by this. And I think you can go back to when they drew uh, with Man City in the Premier League, mm-hmm. one all, and they just they went for it. Yep, yep. And, they've, and they've maintained this attacking style pretty much the whole season. It's yep. not always been brilliant. I mean, they've had some poor results. Didn't, haven't they lost twice to Huddersfield this season? I can't remember. They've, they've had a couple of negative results anyway. Yep. But overall, they've stuck to their plan and they've done well. Now they're mm. in the semi-final of an FA Cup. They're probably going to, they might even finish best of the rest. Well, to Portugal. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you're right to, to highlight the likes of Moutinho because we know he's a good player, Mono, but they signed him from what, Monaco, was it? Mm. Yes. Monaco. Okay, so he moves. And I'm, I'm not. Being a, I'm not being a knob here. You go from Monaco to Wolverhampton. They are very different places. Yeah, very yes. different. I mean, let's be honest. Most places are different to Monaco. Well, same as um, um, what's his name coming from Benfica. From exactly, Lisbon, Lisbon, Lisbon to, Wolverhampton. to Wolverhampton. There is a, there is a culture shock there. You, you don't have the sunshine. You don't have this, that, and the other. Uh, you've got to keep those players interested because. Moutinho, he, he, he could turn up and just think, you know, I'm, I'm a long way from home. I'm 32. Mm, do I fancy it? You know, what about the Chinese league and all the rest of it? You've got yeah. to keep the, you've got to make sure, yes, the, the, the player takes individual responsibility, of course, but you've got to make sure that their desire is there. You've got to make sure that their hunger's there and whatnot. And and I presume Santo has played a part in that. And as I say, the individual does as well. And people often talk about that, about Cristiano Ronaldo, the desire to still keep going. Yeah. And you've got to have that. You've got to create it all. And he has done that quite magnificently. They've done a lot of work there. I was up at Molyneux earlier in the season. Um, and they showed me around and all that kind of stuff. And there's a, there's a they've they've done almost it's similar to what um you know Shakhtar got a lot of Brazilian players. That's right. It's like a real community around. Uh, yeah, there. there's absolutely. a couple of Portuguese cafes that have popped up and they're and they're spotted in there from yeah. time to time. Did you have a natter? Did you? Did, uh, um, did I don't I, mean a chat. I mean one I of the probably Portuguese did. Custom I can't tops. remember, but I probably did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there was one in the room and I was in there, I would have. Yeah, I'll be sure. Yeah, so they, so they've done really well. They've got a plan. They're going to invest more money. They're here to stay. Um, it's been a great return for them. Um, if, if, if everything finishes now and they get knocked out in the semis and they finish seventh or eighth or whatever, mm-hmm. that's going to be brilliant. Yeah, Watford uh, will be pleased that they avoided Man City, but I think they'd have rather Brighton than Wolves, of course. Oh, 
Gracia's done a good job as well, by the way. Yeah, I think he has, he's, he's, he's now staying in that job and sort of, you know. Yeah. He's the longest serving manager at Watford since Solar, I think, in well, like 2012. I was going to say, what, yeah. are the, what are the board thinking? They're like, oh, normally we look to change it up, we get a bit bored. Yeah. Uh, but they're probably going to have to they, keep him. A game of new Connie. Indeed, yeah. Unlike Paul Scholes, of course, who uh, <laughs> the ex-Man United man uh, was in charge of Oldham for 31 days, apparently informing the owner of his decision by text message. He wasn't yeah. happy with the working conditions. But Solskjaer has invited Paul Scholes to have a chat with him. Yeah, it's a funny one, this, isn't it? Because the, uh, the, the chairman has hit back and said that... Um, Claim that Skulls had all the control that he needed, and it was obviously very frustrating to not even have any of these issues mm-hmm. raised before he sort of ended it all by text. Which, mm. regardless of what's going on behind the scenes, like resigning by a text, that does seem does it, seem unprofessional. It does. It? Very much... Well, you talk about unprofessionalism, but like the team were asked to like wash their own kit, there were bailiffs turning up, they didn't have electricity right. some days and stuff. So. I was going to say. I mean, that is lower league football at, at its worst. And, and Paul scores. And has, that has, has got a taste I, I of think, how life is. I think the way the lower that Oldham and the fans uh, have expressed their opinions about the running of the club, so on and so forth, I understand resigning over text is a bit poor. But I would suggest that Skulls probably has a fair point. What's, what you've got to ask yourself is this why has a man who has been a yeah. fan of the club yeah. since he was a kid, yeah. who talks in glowing terms about wanting to go there and how he's always wanted to end his career there and manage there. Wanted the manager. Yeah, manager, what's sure. gone on there to make a, a die-hard fan of the club mm. send a text message to the owner saying, I can't come back. Yeah. Yeah, that owner's been there five minutes and he's been an absolute yeah. shambles. So yeah, exactly. you have to you have to fill in the blanks yourself. But I've heard journalists say that, as Pete's just mentioned there, it's been ridiculous down there what's, what's going on. So I'm sure it'll come out in the wash. Yeah, mm. definitely. Oh, speaking, <laughs> of, uh, speaking of ex-Man United men, you see uh, David Moyes recently said, that uh, when they were trying to get Gareth Bale, I think when he signed for Real Madrid. Right. Was he at Real Madrid? I forget. They were trying to get Gareth Bale. I mean, he's been linked to that club for ages. He said they had a helicopter ready and waiting to, to go and get him for, for the deal. And I thought, that's lovely, that is it. And I thought to myself, I, 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 it may have been when he signed for Real Madrid and they were trying to get in there. But I did think to myself, like, was it under Mourinho at Real Madrid? When Bale was like, this is, this is like the last chopper out of Saigon. Get me out of here. <laughs> the, only, the only way Gareth Bale's going to sign for Man United is if it turns into a golf club. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent stuff. All right, after the break, we're going to go to the Premier League. See you in a moment. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. 
But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ramble. Pickford comes out of his goal and takes a look at the cat. The cat looks at Pickford. Welcome mm. back to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's now time for emails with PDD. Say, I'm the only bee in your Not the bees! Ah! You've got mail. Bad bees. Bad bees. I wish um, software and uh, devices and stuff still said, you've got mail. <laughs> you've got mail. Hello, Luke. That feels like a much more innocent part of the internet. Mm. <laughs> It'd be excruciating if you like every time you opened it, though. Lots you've of got mail. Every time you got an email, yeah. Lots of emails are sent these days. Could just say you've got mails. <laughs> that would be um, different, actually. You've got uh, emails. Just a quick one. Uh, Dan, uh, Daniel Cross has uh, created, uh, basically, he's uh, had some free time on his hands since moving to Stockholm, Sweden, from Manchester uh, in early March. And uh, having enforced parental leave for three months hasn't really helped my situation either. Got to, to do something while the baby sleeps that isn't listening to the football ramble. Anyway, being a long time listener, I'm obviously aware of the un- unadulterated joy Kevin Keegan brings to the table, especially for Marcus. I did some digging to try and find a collection of all of Keegan's antics slash quotes, uh, but it's either sparse or it's not collated. So with that in mind, and with an attempt to make a claim for the Rambles official web developer, I knocked up a quick little app that returns random Kevin Keegan quotes, including videos, around 52 in total at the moment. Wow. Wow, that's an great. App. So if you want to find it, it's uh, it, uh, it's a GitHub link. I'll give you a quick link. Uh, Daniel-cross.github.io forward slash Keegan. Love that. That's incredible. So if you Love want to that. check that out, it's... Uh, Can you not download it from the App Store? It's pretty good. No. It's, not been uh, approved. <laughs> Obviously, it's a Keegan one. Crashes. Why would it? Why would it? Why isn't my... Oh, here we go. Takes all the money out of your bank account. <laughs> Install it. Viruses everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm having problems with my... Uh, oh, Peter. My yeah, it's because of the Keegan thing. As soon as you mentioned yeah. Keegan, the whole system's away. gone to pop. Ali Jones has got in touch. Don't expect this to be read out, but as the subject line asks... Who hurt you, Pete? Uh, what is your problem with West Ham, man? I was. Were you an ex-West Ham fan? Did some fans insult you? Yes, we may have been poor at Cardiff, but we've done pretty well this season with a huge injury list, new manager, plenty of new players, new style of play, etc., etc. Is it because we beat you? Are you jealous of our spend? What is it, my friend? Spend. Are you jealous of our spend? The others don't slag, <laughs> the others don't slag us off when we've beaten them. Not that it happens often, but you said we were awful when we beat you a couple of weeks ago. We barely got out of first gear. And then, what I like about that is, after they got nearly beaten at the weekend. Um, just a quick one, Pete. I appreciate West Ham were awful today, so I'm ready for the gubbing I'm about to get. <laughs> <laughs> but we did win from 3-1 down. Yeah. Who, who was that when he sobered up for the second uh, yeah, one? I reckon I've so, never yeah. heard the question, are you jealous of our spend? <laughs> spend. <laughs> Imagine yeah. like you get an extension put on the back of your house, go to your neighbour, you yeah. like that? Or uh, are you jealous of jealous our spend? Of our spend. Yeah. <laughs> spend um, Goran Eriksson. Hello to... Uh, hello to uh, them, oh my God, Marcus. That was the most crowbarred one ever. I love Beautiful. it. One day we will have a new presenter. Yeah. And he will not do this, all right? Yeah. Spend Goran Eriksson. I'll decide, mate. Yeah. <laughs> They'll Din. never catch me. Can you think of another one? I can't think of another one. Din. Yeah, Nicholas uh, Spentner. Din. Stop it. <laughs> and, and you stop encouraging him. No. No. 
Dane uh, has got in touch. Um, hi, chaps. Thanks for the mention on the podcast. I'm the uh, Newcastle fan who drove 110 miles to roast the Everton fan hey. at the door. Uh, just for oh, the record, right. easy. Just for the record, it was my uncle, not my son. Oh. And, I, and I do have a phone now, so I can call him next time. <laughs> I did, I, I did, I'm not sure that's him. I did text him and call him originally, but he declined to answer or reply. Hence the trip, winky face. Right. Keep the good work, oh, The Rambles tentacles stretch everywhere. Or do they? Mar- that Marcus way. thinks it's, it's a fraud. Are you, the a, first time. Yeah, are you a Dane truther? Uh, yeah. I don't know. That O oh, was literally you thinking about the word spend, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. What's um <laughs> disgusting? Oh, I think I've got another one. Have you what? I think I've got another one. Right. Leander Spendonker. <laughs> Wasn't worth it, was it? No, no. No. Um if you'd like to get in touch with this show, show at the football ramble dot spend. Dot spend. <laughs> <laughs> so don't don't go to that address. That's the Keegan. Oh, that's that's the saying. Keegan IO. Yeah. Your computer will blow up. Yeah. What's, what does IO mean stand for, Pete? Uh, oh, I don't know. Input, output, maybe? I don't okay. Know. All right. Could be. Uh, Premier League. Yes. Premier League. Still carried on, didn't it? Well, let's yep. talk about that West Ham and Huddersfield match, eh? Mm. My goodness. Um, Huddersfield with no match for West Ham's spend in the end. Indeed, no. Jim. The mm. spend uh, came out on top. Uh, fair to say the marking was a bit slack on Bakuna's goal. I think I think I um, I well, I agree with that. <laughs> but I think that um, Jan Sievert is like an underrated like guy in the Premier League I know he's not, guy he's not going to be here much longer but I think we're going to miss him he was absolutely fuming and after this was. game and it's about the third time he's been fuming this season last week you said he, he went on a big rant about how the only player he mm-hmm. actually thought was worth a damn was the 18 year old kid making his Rowe, debut Rowe, yeah. Yeah. I mean I understand you're 3-1 up away from home and you lose 4-3. <clears throat> he is intense. He is, he is. Much more intense than he gets credit for. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, won't we? I mean, they, they may well want to keep him. I don't know. But when, when um, Huddersfield went 3-1 up, the celebrations in the corner were... I understand they're quite jubilant. They're away from home and it was a great goal and whatnot. But it felt like it, it was too much. Mm. And you could see old Jan was saying, get back. Come mm. on, back to the halfway line. You, yeah. You're celebrating as if you've just killed the game off and it's a big match in the cup final or something. It's like, hey, we, we, we've done it. Now, don't get me wrong. That second Grant goal was a beauty. Mm. It, it was a lovely one. And I understand the sort of the release of, ah, oh, we're scoring goals and we're actually, in, we're having a moment of enjoyment you're, in the Premier League. You're celebrating season. like you've only won one game since November. <laughs> it's not acceptable. So I, so I do get it a little bit, but... Um, but that attitude... It, well, it came back to Hawthorne, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't give... I mean, as old as he is and as sort of... I mean, he's not an improving player, of course, but you cannot give Javier Hernandez that sort of space in the penalty <laughs> area. I think he's got 52 Premier League goals this season, all from inside the penalty area. That was it, wasn't it? On the... Uh, on this Mac season. <laughs> yeah, this season. Yeah. Yeah, against he's, Huddersfield. He's massively <laughs> gone under the radar, Jim. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, that header was as, as close to going under a radar <laughs> as he can, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, Lossell turned off his radar. Yeah. yeah oh. I don't understand. I know players get tired and there's lots going on and we've all played football matches where, you know, you make mistakes, of course. But it's almost a bit like, okay... The ball's about to come into your own penalty area. You know it's about to come in. Mm. He's the most potent striker. There's no, I mean, it's not like he's not being marked very mm. well and it's like a bad job and he's got to jump on him or a run on him. There's no one within like six yards of the guy. You're basically yeah. holding the door open for Yeah. Why, why, why is there no communication? I mean, obviously, that's why Huddersfield are in the position they're in. Um, and they, I think they had scored 15 goals all season coming into this game. It's scored three. You scored three goals, you should win the football match. It's as simple as that. <laughs> yeah, crazy. So, yeah, great show for them, but West Ham dug it out. I think a lot of West Ham fans, from what I could see on the highlights, left before the end, which I mean, is understandable, okay, yeah. so they missed out. I, I, and, they, had, they had furious emails to write. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll say this. I am, hurt you. I am jealous of their spend, but <laughs> I will go on to say that they deserve a lot of credit. Pellegrini deserves a lot of credit this season. I he mean, they, they were... A, 
absolute circus last year, as I've said before. And and and, and I know they've been a bit inconsistent with their results, but there's a lot of calmness around that club mm. now. There's not protests and all that stuff isn't going on. They're obviously together enough to battle back to win four three after being three one down. So you know, I think I think he's done a good job, and and, and I hope he uh, he can kick on with them next season because they'll probably spend more money, won't they? In the you, summer. you would expect so, yeah. Marcus, yeah. what's your favourite Jimmy Nail character? Jimmy Nail Spender. Yeah. 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 I didn't Another know one for the teenagers, Pete. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's lying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't want nobody else. I love you. She's lying. Oh, yeah. yeah you remember that one? No, I do now. Let's do Crocodile Shoes. Crocodile Shoes. <laughs> um, Leicester City beat Burnley 2-1. Great mm. win for Leicester. Despite very... England's Rose best efforts, Harry Maguire. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it was a very bad result for Burnley. I mean, they're only two points above Cardiff in 18th, having played a game more than Warnock's men. Uh, and, and they've played a match more than Southampton, who are also on 30 points as well. Uh, and two more than Brighton, who are on 33. So Burnley very much in the relegation mm. scrap. You, you thought to yourself when they put that great run together, um, was it the start of the year, around then? You thought, all right, now Burnley of last season are coming out and, uh, and whatnot. And I still think they'll be okay. But when they're playing um, Leicester, who go down to 10 men after four minutes. Such yeah. an opportunity, isn't it? It really yeah. is. Home as well. I know. Mm. And, and uh, even if they got a point, but for crying out loud, uh, that losing it in the last minute, that is, that is a damning one. Um, but Madison scored a great free kick, did he not? Yes, he did. Lovely. Because he's, he's been patchy of late, hasn't he? As we discussed a little while ago, so that's an important sure. performance for him, especially you know with Big Brendy coming in. Yeah. He, he's, he's a great player. He, he could be uh, if he I, sticks around. Yeah. He could be one of the founding fathers of the new Brendan Rodgers regime. <laughs> founding fathers, yeah. love that. Yeah. Um, uh, did you think? I mean, McCoy was last man. I understand it was one of those unlucky ones that it looked unintentional, where he's mm. kind of running and unintentionally. It's, it's one of those ones where the laws of the game are as they are. But in that situation, it's, it seems what? almost impossibly harsh because he's not meant to foul mm, him. No. And yeah, he has fouled him. But his actions have brought the player down. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a denial of an obvious goal scoring opportunity outside the penalty. Does anyone yeah. think that's not a sending off? Or it shouldn't be? Uh, no, I, I, I think it's a shame that it is, but it is. Yeah. Would yeah. you I like to see the mean. rules updated? So um, they're well, laws. The well, laws. Yeah, the yeah. thing is, Sorry. Though, yeah. the, pro- the, the difference here is because uh, old Hazard Maguaza has done that kind of <laughs> Half by by just clumsiness, really, isn't mm-hmm. it? So yeah. if you relax the laws, and someone can can basically do that deliberately for a booking, then that's a problem, isn't it? So yeah. I think it probably is he, the right law. He's, he's and otherwise you're getting into the weird sort of um, territory of where the referee has to decide whether the player meant to do it or not. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I preferred it when Harry Maguire used to ride unicorns and swimming pools. Yes, that, last summer. Uh, but that you was know, his best era. Just on the Burnley thing. Um, they started really poorly this season, didn't mm-hmm. they? Because they had the Europa League and that complicated things. And you're right, they went on that run, and now they seem to be, they've lost four Premier League games in a row now. Um, they've got three games coming up that they need to get points out of: Wolves at home, Bournemouth away, and Cardiff at home. After that, their running is Chelsea away, mm-hmm. Man City at home, Everton away, Arsenal at home. Mm-hmm. So Tricky. you could feasibly think see them not picking up any points from those last four games. And if they don't do that, one. they're in big trouble. Do you think? Do you think Cardiff and Warwick are going to? I think they might do it. You well, know. they've got Chelsea at home next, which is an unfortunate one for to be your um, your game in hand at this point. But Everton but, thought that though. Well, quite. But I, I just I th- I feel like they might. You know, I feel Jim, like they might. Jim, Burnley v Cardiff on the thirteenth of April is the big game. Mm. That's the big game. I think. I think as we've big... been saying all season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking forward to it since August. Yeah. What are Sky Sports doing for that one? Oh. Parades, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. Um, Roger said that Wes Morgan epitomises the humble attitude of the group until he got a round of applause when he came in the dressing room. I love that because <laughs> they defended very, very well, rode their luck ever so slightly. But again, down to ten men, that's going to happen. And then to go up the other end and, and, and score the winner, late doors, delightful. 
Bloody yeah. delightful. Uh, before we go to uh, an ad break, after which we'll talk about uh, the championship and the, the WhatsApp group, I've got to mention Matt Ritchie's goal, Pete Donaldson. Oh. Another late goal, scoring for Newcastle into the roof of the net against his old club. He started celebrating because he thought, yes, I've saved us and we've got yeah. a point. Oh, yes, I'm at my old club. I should start <laughs> apologising. Well, he was he was applauded when he was taking um, the corners and stuff, and then mm. that kind of soon turned to jeers when they when they went 2-1 up. Um, he celebrated more than was, Ryan Barbell did. He was, un- <laughs> he, was no. unbel- like, he was unbelievably, like, he just wasn't marked at all, and I think he's had a bit of a patchy season, Matt Ritchie, but lashing a ball like Lovely. that, top left, Lovely. it was fantastic. And I think the, par- the, the disparity between how good the goal was compared to how much he celebrated was quite weird. He did start to celebrate and he's like, oh, he, um, I'm really annoyed. I can't oh, really celebrate. That's annoying. We've got a point. <laughs> yeah. and, and he had to really want that goal as well because he was closed down. There was yeah, not much yeah. space to operate and it, and it, was, a, it was a great finish. Lash. I, was, I thought Ryan Babble was surprising. What was that mm. about? He hasn't played yeah. for them for about eight years. And then when he did, he wasn't exactly, <laughs> it wasn't a match made in heaven, was it? My, my favourite thing about it was the player that he tried to, you know, when players don't celebrate, they try to get other players around so not, them yeah. to stop making them celebrate. Right. Yeah, he, yeah. He did that to Virgil van Dijk. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah I'm not it. happy about this, mate, to be honest. Yeah, so, yeah. I'll cause that. So I'm not, I'm not, so. I know yeah. we need the points, but you probably need them more because you want to win the league. I'll tell yeah. you what, a, a winner of that winner for Liverpool, uh, and mm. it was a penalty. I mean, I don't rate Sergio Rico. So I don't know how he's kept his t- mm. place in that Fulham goal. I know there's been injuries, but um, the point I was going to make was that that is a massive goal for Liverpool. Huge. Getting pegged yeah, back. Yeah. Like in that. those conditions as well, because yeah. the, the heavens opened. Yeah. Virgil van Dijk looked miserable. A couple of people were saying that that. That uh, mistake between Van Dyke and Allison, whoever you want to blame, is that the Gerard slip? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Is, yeah. is it one of those? It was Milner right? at the first place. I wonder Milner sliced the ball right yeah, up in the air. Yeah, he did. Well, he made it up for it. It was a catalogue of errors. He did, yeah. He but did. Yeah, yeah, it was a vital penalty. I love the way Milner took that penalty as well. It was a bit like I think Harry Kane took his against Columbia for England. Yeah. Where you, you, you curve kind of, your foot, but you hit it with your heel. Yeah, but and, and it goes straight down the yeah, middle. Yeah. Because that's mm. so hard for a keeper because a keeper mm. will be checking is he going to open up his body? Is he going to close off his body depending on where it's going to go right or left? And when you do it like that, it's so well disguised going it's down the middle. It's a technically amazing penalty because if you watch it again in slow motion, I know you know because you've seen it, but if you guys didn't see it that, that closely, mm. he curves his foot like he's whipping it into the bottom left. That's right. But he hits it with the heel. So, so, it, the, so the foot looks the same, but mm. the ball goes straight. And the body shape as well. You, yeah. you are really disguising that quite well. And, yeah. and the keeper will be, uh, surely will be thinking it's going to go right or left. Because Milner... He didn't need to because it was Sergio Rico in goal, but... Well, but it's still... <laughs> yeah. He's our best penalty taker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he lost his head. Shane Ferguson. Mm. <laughs> yeah. There was an interesting piece in the Independent State about... Um, how everything that Liverpool do is through this microscope of it regarding their bottle, mm, um, yeah. which mm-hmm. I don't think other teams have. And like, not everything is necessarily mental strength. And I think um, mm-hmm. that, that's an interesting thing for that they actually can sort of point to themselves and go, look, yeah, I mean, this, is, this isn't applied to any other team. Let's just keep doing what we're doing. Spurs. Yeah, they don't even need to get that, that into it, do they? I mean, they're, they're Spurs at home next, haven't they? So that's a tough game. But they've just got, I know it sounds ridiculously simple, They've just got to win their games. I mean, they've got they've got games which are you know, eminently winnable. Their last mm. four games, Cardiff away, Huddersfield at home, Newcastle away, Wolves at home. I mean, you, if you win all those four games and you're in a position where if you win them, you're, you've won the league. I mean, you take that all day long. Well, we said for a while, didn't we, that uh, Liverpool would rather be chasing than, than in the lead. Uh, and of course, when that you can say that quite happily when Liverpool did have a little bit of a lead and now they're behind you. Oh, are they going to throw it away? But actually, you know, again, would they have taken that at the start of the season? One point behind Man City? Oh, well, 
yeah. you know, if, if if Man City win their game and so on. Um, but relying on Man City to drop points is is tricky. And their, and their um, game in hand is at home to Cardiff and they've won 19 out of the last 20 games in all competitions. Yeah. But it's fascinating. It's great that we've got a, a, a title race on. So their, only, their only defeat has been... Um, against Pete Donaldson's Newcastle United. Well, that'll happen, won't yeah. it? That will happen. All right, after the break, we're going to go to the Championship and the WhatsApp group. Hi, Marcus. Thank you for being an Aston Villa fan. Really appreciate the support. And yes, Sven Goran Eriksson was a great England manager. Up the Villa. Spend Goran Eriksson. Yeah. Mm. Get it right. That that. Was, we were quite fortunate, Pete, to get in there, or you rather, get in there when he was only 30 quid for a message. Yeah, he upped it, he upped it straight after, didn't he? 50 quid. Mm, yeah. He's like, oh, people actually do this. Market. Yeah. The market demands it. Well, it must have thought... been a flurry. It must well, have been. Uh, Andy Gray's on it now, isn't he? Is he? I believe so, yeah. No, he is. Yeah, he, he is. is. Yeah. Andy yeah. Andy You're not allowed to mention any commercial stuff, though, are you? So we'll you get can't him. get the same we'll thing. We'll get him. Yeah, we'll do it. Last we'll time him. Wolves won a major league. Major, major league? They won the last time they won a major Wolves trophy. Wolves playing the major league? I think so. Major league soccer? It was in 1980. Yes, Nottingham Forest League Cup final. Andy Gray with the only goal. Mm. There you go. He's, well, this, the, the thing about Andy Gray, which is really annoying, was that he's actually really good. Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As a footballer, yeah. Yeah. Who, me, who me, Richard? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Richard. Me, you. <laughs> you got a little jingle for that, Pete? What's up? Not you. Sorry, I've done. What are you doing? I always get criticised for not pressing the button. Will someone enough. please think of Joshua Gibson? My <laughs> champion. <laughs> and now we go to the championship. The Joshua pre- Gibson, Marcus. You are unbelievable. People yeah. think. Get on with your job, people. <laughs> That's rich. That is rich. I'm trying to move the show Pete along. Stages of coup. Marcus, he's just trying to move the show along, mate. <laughs> <laughs> By putting the wrong bits in. Well, people get annoyed that I don't put the jingles. I'll just chuck it in whenever yeah, I want. I will, yeah. What did anyone think about Liverpool's game against Spurs next week? Sorry, Pete, I'm, just, I'm just trying to move the show along, mate. Right, the preview show will be out on Thursday. Our best better is on for the first ever Ramble hat-trick and the much-coveted Order of the Ramble Empire. Yeah, Joshua Gibson, two best bets with Bet365 in a row because West Ham turned it around. Both teams have scored and West Ham beat Huddersfield. I thought he was struggling there. He was, big time. (laughs) The Twitter was delicious. (laughs) There's people out there who love to glory in other people's failure. And it's a failure for charity, by the way, guys. So get behind the best bets. I had a bit of a a lovely time replying to them. I'm sure you did. So anyway, that happened. (laughs) Tune in on Thursday. Do not miss it because Joshua's going to go for his hat-trick. Uh, and it could be the first ever. We haven't even established a prize yet. Or rank. We'll is be it, running around. Is it, is, it, yeah. is it MRE? ORE. ORE. We go in order of the Rambler. No, but you've got to figure out which order. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do that between now and Thursday. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. You're, not, you're, not, you're not a commander. No, okay. no, no. No way is he getting a CBE or a knighthood. No. Not at this stage. <laughs> not at this stage. If he gets five, maybe, then we'll start talking. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it goes up, does it, every time? Tuesday on, tune in on Thursday. <laughs> I'm really tense. I really am quite tense about this. Whenever it gets to two, I'm like, oh, what do we do? Some people are starting to work out that Joshua Gibson is an anagram of Pete Donaldson. <laughs> oh. The plot thickens. The plot thickens. Right. Let's go to the championship where the plot couldn't be thicker. Uh, Leeds lost at home to Sheffield United. A massive mm. win for Chris Wilder's <laughs> yeah. boys. What a win. Goal um, from the Beano's Chris Basham. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, old Basham got the only goal. Uh, I, I bet we saw a goal, uh, an outfield player going goal. Mm. As we soon as it happened, everyone was on the WhatsApp going, there's a player in the, in the goal. Not, <laughs> Not, for the drill. Not for long enough. And have yeah. a shot on target. I know. Yeah, so. although Sheffield United were just seeing out the game at that point because it was, it was only the last few minutes when uh, Pontus <laughs> Janssen donned the gloves. I think he got injured, didn't he? 
I think he's injured. Is he really? Yeah, yeah Marcelo Bielsa was absolutely fuming. Oh, his post-match was brilliant. <laughs> to the point where the post-match interview just didn't know what to do and just yeah. ended the interview. It was, and then Bielsa still stood there with his truest translator saying, come back, come back. What I loved about that was that if you didn't see it, um, the, uh, the, the interviewer leapt on the fact that Bielsa, some misunderstanding where he thought Bielsa had said that Leeds deserved to win the game. He said, well, if you deserve to win, to win the game, what, what do you think sort of went wrong? And um, Bielsa basically kept going, so, well, so well, what do you think then? <laughs> well, what, what do you think the, the, the issue is? And yeah. the, he kept trying to move it on. And I, I love the translator was really steely as well. He's like, yeah. no, he's asking you. Yeah. What, did, <laughs> the translator what is do going, you think? Although I'm acting as a go-between, I'm very much on his side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, look at my eye contact for confirmation. <laughs> to be fair to, to Bielsa, I mean... I thought the reporter handled him quite well, actually. Consider, sort of, no, well, but considering, because the reporter said, because Bills was saying, well, what did you think of the game? And he went, well, I, I, you know, I'm impartial, I'm not here yeah. to give my opinion. So, well, what did you... I know, but and it's then he snide of him to then throw that little grenade at him in the first place, isn't what, it? What, the reporter? Yeah. yeah. I suppose so, yeah, I see what you mean. But he could have just said, well, I thought it was a you know, really even game, it was a great competition, I enjoyed watching it. He could have been more enthusiastic. The idea is to get answers out of the, the manager, yeah. not to sort of throw your yeah, rat out. Yeah, well, when the... I didn't think he threw his rattler. He terminated it early. Mm. Only because Bielsa, after about the fourth or fifth question, was still saying, well, you, no, I'm not answering that. What do you think of Let the game? Let Bielsa be Bielsa. All right, right. Okay. But, but I, I do think Bielsa got a point. To the, to the, to, I mean, they had 70% possession. Yeah. And they had, I and think, they had almost chance. twice as many shots. They yeah, were unlucky so. on another day. I mean, yeah. Sheffield United um, have kept so many clean sheets recently. It's, it's quite amazing. He's done a fantastic job. Since they, they left, they... they conceded that, that those three goals against Aston Villa away which was a bad result for Sheffield United because I think they were 3-0 up they've registered seven clean sheets and that includes away trips obviously Leeds West Brom and Sheffield Wednesday yeah. so it's been very very impressive however they did ride their luck a little bit uh, yeah. against Leeds there was a few yeah. chances and whatnot. but um, but what a win that is I, I, I think you know, Wilder's done so well. He's been, if he gets into the Premier League, he'd have earned his right to be there. I'd like to see how Oliver Norwood would get on in the Premier League, given yeah. another chance at it, mm. because it didn't work out for him so well last time. I'd, I'd hate for him to be stuck in the Huckabee zone. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. he, could, he, could probably, he could probably move beyond that. Um, he's been great for them. Stuckerby <laughs> in the Huckabee. Uh-huh. Um, it was, it was a, at the library. It was a game where, <laughs> yeah, it was a game where there was so much at stake and it was quite a dramatic affair because of that. It was mm-hmm. enjoyable. Yeah, really good. And Aston Villa themselves uh, are in the playoff spot. They beat Middlesbrough 3-0. I mean. Hi, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Something that we could all get behind. Uh, they're on 57 points. Uh, Preston, um, Derby, Bristol City and she- Sheffield Wednesday and Nottingham Forest. Shitfield oh. Wednesday. Did you get Disrespectful. Shitfish. Shitfish. Shitfish Wednesday. What did I say? Shitfish Wednesday. Did you have a bad uh, Friday night fish supper there? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, shit I, fish, no fans. I should beg your You've been out as a Blades fan, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> In glowing terms about yeah. Shepherd Wednesday. I used to have a Shepherd Wednesday kit. I used to quite like Shepherd Wednesday. Really? So yeah. quite the opposite, really. Mm. Um, Why are you calling yeah. them shit fish, then? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I have no idea. Um, but uh, bastard North End, uh, <laughs> Derby, Ke- well, I won't do that. Nah, nah, um, uh, Bristol that. City, yeah, Sheffield yeah. Wednesday, and and Nottingham Forest. They're all in contention uh, for that uh, for those playoff spots. Well, Aston Villa have made their move. You know, mm. there was talk before. Yeah, yeah. I remember well, going. Jack Grealish has come back and impressed, and he is leading <laughs> Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going into the, uh, the the second City Derby. There was a lot of talk before the game was, look, if Aston Villa wanted to have any chance of getting in the playoffs, they've got to make their move now. And mm. obviously they won at Birmingham. We saw what happened. Since Grealish has come back, he's been excellent. Um, he was probably a bit quiet in the last game, I think, but he was back to form again against Middlesbrough. Was he a bit quiet against Birmingham? Uh, yeah. I mean, he sort of got adverse circumstances, I'd say. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, Middlesbrough are a team who don't concede an awful right. lot. That's how they're set up, right? Well, they're still fifth, I think. 
Yeah, then they're doing okay. But Villa have got so many goals in their team. Yeah, so do. many goals. And, and, and McGinn's been brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, Grealish has been brilliant. Abraham's led the line well. So, I mean... It's it's really packed with quality at the top yeah. of that top of that division, and and I would like to see about five of them go up. Well, I know what you, you mean. Know. There's so many clubs down there where you think, I mean, they they really are equipped for the Premier League. I mean, Villa, they are a Premier League side. They know this, of course. They were unlucky. They were a whisker away playoff final, of course, last year. But if they go up, that you would think they would have the infrastructure, they would be able to mm. to sign players and whatnot. And they've got some experience in there. There's a few international caps. There's a bit of Premier League. They just, they just experience. need to be back in the Premier League because they, they, they lost a lot of money. They're a big club. And, uh, and also, having just missed out last season, it's difficult to pick yourself up sometimes again for another season in the Championship yeah. with players who have played in the Premier League and you, and, and, and you think to yourself, oh, bloody hell. And John Terry was there last season, so they, he's not there now. I know he was ageing, but they, he was still a crucial player mm. yeah. for them. So, but yeah, they've done you, very you've well. Also, Marcus, you've also got... Like, it's, it's a crazy situation because you've got... We know what Frank Lampard's doing at Derby. Mm. Steve Bruce has started off like an absolute house on fire at Sheffield Wednesday. Mm. They're now um, two points off... Top six, as you said. Um, Middlesbrough are doing well. Leeds, Sheffield United and Norwich are flying. Mm-hmm. Absolutely flying. It's going to be two from three there. Um, you've got teams all the way down probably to just about Birmingham who have lost their last four in a row. But if they turn that around, they're only seven points off it. You know, and, there's, and there's whatever there is, eight games left or whatever. Teams like Swansea and Stoke, just they're also runs now. I know. But even, yeah. though, even though you think at the start of the season, Stoke would have been probably favourites. Mm-hmm. I know they've had a difficult time. It's just packed with quality everywhere. Yeah, everywhere yeah. All the way down the championship pretty And we much. have to say as well, West Brom, I think, have won what, both games since Darren Moore. They've they have, yeah. A couple of times. They have, you think, yeah. You know, I was, a bit, I was a bit annoyed with the board when they sacked him, but uh, <laughs> if it works out for them. Yeah. Well, Imagine uh, if like, Leeds, Villa and Wednesday go up. That's retro. That's oh, it's retro. lovely. Yeah. Lovely retro. stuff. Retro. Lovely stuff. <laughs> Big Yorkshire uh, representation in the Premier League, it could right. be. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Pete, get ready, because now it is time for the WhatsApp group, all right? <sighs> yeah, it's time Bloody for the WhatsApp yeah. group. You got a little jingle for that, Pete? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have. We've already heard it. Yes, <laughs> welcome to the WhatsApp group, everybody. A couple of things uh, that I quite enjoyed. Eric Dyer tweeting in response to Spurs drawing Man City in the Champions League by saying, no visas, with a smirky face emoji. Yeah. <laughs> Surely that's, I sort of wonder about, I guess with passport, To do with Brexit, that, if you don't know. It, is, he, is, 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 it? He's an is he really that aware? <laughs> he's an arch remain, mate. He's oh yeah, no, he, he, um, he, he Very just aware. tweeted hashtag people's vote recently, is yeah. it? Yeah, uh, he's come not, on, Peter. Sorry, I don't keep up oh, with the machinations not, of uh, Eric Dyer's political stuff. Just because he's not up on the march with your lot up in the <laughs> North East. <laughs> oh, God, that looked good, didn't it? Yeah. That, that put the North East in a good light, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think we should get what we said yeah. we were going to get. Not even the weather could put them it, in a good light, literally. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like the end of the world. And let's just leave it there. It looked... <laughs> it looked like the scene where they go through this whatever it's called the swamp at the end of Lord of the Rings yeah. the, the irony being they look like they look like refugees <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, there we go uh, Eric Dyer's on board with the Remain vote trying to I, find I just, a political I just sort of wonder yeah. about like kind of like passport renewal and stuff like that is there any things in a footballer's life that they have to be present for because visas you can do via forms and sending them away and stuff like that well, does a player liaison have to look after all the players passports because let's face it they can't be trusted interesting mm, was the bit rich bit rich <laughs> Interestingly enough, I had to renew my driving license last week, right. and I didn't even have to send a photo because they've got it on file. Oh, so they probably the renewal of the passport. Are they the same. Hey, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Morsey. Oh, it's you, is it? Don't worry, yeah. Lukey. This they, one's on us. Did they just digitally age you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I did myself. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Talking of transport, Arsene Wenger was spotted in North London getting on the three two six bus. Classic. Yeah. Finchley yeah. to uh, Brent Cross, if I remember rightly. 
You might be right. It yeah. is. It's Finchley Central, yeah. 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 Finchley mm. Cent, as we call it in the business, <laughs> on the streets. <laughs> Goes to Brentcross Shopping Centre, Pete. Correct. I've just yeah. checked. Damn right. Good on you, mate. Well, you didn't need to check because I'm all over it. I wonder if he was going to Brentcross. What do you think a big Veng? He's probably... Austin Spengder. He'll have his bus pass, won't he? I love that. He likes to But do you know what? There was a great... The photo was like he was looking around. Looking at the person going, well, I'm just getting on a bus. Why are you looking mm. at me? To the yeah. Emirates. But yeah. I, I find it weird that um, someone of Wenger's level of fame would do that. No, oh, I like that. I, you, I like it. Maybe he's a socialist. He's but, like public transport. But when we had, um, was well, yeah. I'm the only one who gets a bus home from the live shows, boys. When we had, when we had Carlos Carvey out there. won't pay for the tube, that's why. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different reason. No, had, that's not true. You, you, I'm talking about. I'm talking about Ubers and taxis. But yeah, <laughs> also, I do. Yeah. When yeah. we had Carlos, well, can I make a point? <laughs> yeah. Carlos, I've been on a bus. Yeah. He, he said, "Oh no, I'm not going. I've got to go to Wembley now, and I can't get public transport. It's just too much hassle." And that was Carlos Carvey saying. Yeah. Wenger's mm. several magnitudes above that. Yeah. I saw him at an airport recently. Yeah, and we, we saw him in a hotel as well. Yeah. Mm. But airport, you've got very much choice. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Unless you're sort of doing everything with your private jet, like uh, Iron Maiden, you're really going to have to go to the departure on that at some point. Interesting, interesting. What about this? FIFA have approved a new Club World Cup tournament. Are you excited? I'm confused. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is a little bit confusing, but let me, uh, let me try and explain it here. Now, the current Club World Cup, of course, happens every winter between seven teams with the Champions League winners, the European Champions League winners, playing in the semi-final. So they go straight to the semi-final. The other, the other teams from the other continents battle it out, and, uh, and, and then, obviously, if the Champions League side wins the semi-final or their semi-final, they go to the final, uh, of course. Uh, we've seen Real Madrid clean up in that tournament recently as they do. But the new tournament that FIFA have approved will involve 24 teams. It will be played in June and July and it will be <laughs> once every four years. So essentially, Sorry, it is Cup. a Club World Cup. Right. Whereas the, the current one is sort of a bit of a funny little club tournament. But, but the, the problem is, surely they can't have it... June and July is fine because that's obviously when the big European leagues aren't playing. But there's going to be clubs... In, from different parts of the world where their leagues are going to be playing at that time. Yeah. Mm. I don't think FIFA care, mate. No, I, I completely no. agree um, they don't. Yeah. Well, yeah, so the new one, um, there'll be eight teams from Europe, six from South America, three each from Africa, Asia, CONCACAF and Oceania. Uh, and the president of FIFA, of course, Gianna, Gianni Infantino, said the tournament will replace the current Club World Cup and the Confederations Cup. So the international tournament, the Confederations World Cup, which would happen the year before yeah. the World Cup, that will be replaced by this thing, the Club World Cup. So it has to. So that will be the warm-up event for the following World Cup, because that's what the Confederations so, Cup is, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think FIFA have probably wanted their version of the Champions League for a while. Mm. Yeah. And the, the Club World Cup, they realise that Europe aren't really interested in but it, the, and Europe the, is where they want the interest from. The problem is they always get these competitions. So, like, if they just offered it to terrestrial television and went, look, you can have this for cheap... Um, but it has to be on your, has to be front and center, it has to be on ITV or, or BBC. It has to be seen by people. People will give a shit. But the problem is, it ends up on on paid for TV um, yeah. platforms, and the only people who actually watch it are fans of Liverpool or Manchester United or Manchester mm. City, and nobody else gives a shit. But there, I think there's a couple more things. One is it only it, that's absolutely right. But the second part of that is how much the clubs themselves pr- mm. prioritise it. Because mm. if you get, you know, say Man United going it or Liverpool, whatever it is, or Man City from this country, they just send the youth team. Yeah. And Pe- rightly so. Yeah, people aren't. Pre-season. Yeah, people yeah. aren't going to be interested. Mm. And 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 the third thing is, you know, sometimes it's on not the middle of the night, right? So if that, if it's hosted on the west side of South America or something, or right in the in the Far East, no one in Europe's going to be able to watch it mm. properly anyway. So mm-hmm. I, I th- it feels to me that just, as as you've alluded to, Mark, because they're trying to sort of catch up with UEFA and get mm. their version of the Champions League. And really, the Champions League <laughs> is the big thing now, and they're mm-hmm. not really going to mm-hmm. usurp that, are they? So no. anyway, look, it's more football. People will presumably be annoyed, managers and all that kind of stuff. 
it's hard to think of how players can actually play more without a massive increase in like squad size and all the rest of it. But there we go. Silly, yes. silly billies. Although it could work out well, we were we were we were not sure about the UEFA Nations League. And look how it's well true. Turned out. Yeah, we've taken that, that to our heart. For it? Is that going to clash? Oh no, maybe. Well, if it's every four years, yeah, I suppose they would do it. Factored in, yeah. Don't spoil the UEFA Nations League lads, <laughs> for crying out loud. That's going very, very well indeed. We're champions elect. Big time. That. Big can we, time. Can we uh, touch briefly on uh, Messi's hat trick? Oh uh, yes, if you want. I, that that I, goal was unbelievable. What, what I like to about is that from there? Suarez scored one of his greatest goals, and no one's talking about <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> is it. Is it his fiftieth hat trick? Uh, I think it might be. Yeah, yeah crazy. And Cristiano Ronaldo scores a hat trick against Atletico, and then Messi <laughs> scores one in the Spanish league game. And I personally thought there was much more chat about Messi. <laughs> I think Messi yeah. scored two since then. I, I think he might have done that final <laughs> yeah. goal. So it was a free kick not like one of his better goals and then that sickening goal at the end and the fact the, the opposition fans were up uh, standing up and uh, applauding it's just from one side it actually looks like the keeper's culpable then you look at the other side yeah. he did not have no chance, chance. He didn't have a chance no off chance. the bar as well the height he gets oh, on it absolutely glorious he scored eight goals in his last six games apparently he scored a, uh, he scored a hat-trick then a couple of games against Barcelona where he didn't score and then um, a goal against Bravo Carno two, and t- two goals and two assists against Leon. Fine. That's what he did. That's what he did. Finally, yeah. he's, you know, living up to his potential, <laughs> that young man. I was thinking on the radio on Friday, I said it, the biggest testament to how much Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo have dominated European football is they've won nine Champions Leagues between them. Messi's got four, Ronaldo's mm. got five, and neither of them have ever played for the same club. Mm. So in nine separate occasions since they've both been prime, one of, one of their teams it. has won it. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. I mean, we're not we're not going to fully appreciate it till they're till they're both retired. I'm telling you. <laughs> there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the football ramble. It's been an absolute pleasure having you, Luke Moore, at the table. Thank you. Having you, Pete Donaldson, at the table. Thank you. And having you, Jim Campbell, oh, at the cheers, table. Mate. And you, ladies and gentlemen, are lovely too. We're all off to get on the three two six bus. See you later. <laughs> This was a Radio Staccano production.